Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what a technical issue I had just a moment ago where nothing was there, nothing showed up, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, as well as on Bomb Baby Radio uh, in New York City and the Dream Chasers Radio Network. Thank you so much for being so patient with us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. We have a wonderful show for you today, and we're just going to go ahead and go into our first interview. Welcome to the show. I am so sorry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It was like a technical issue. I'm so sorry. Hello? I mean me. Hey, I can hear you now. Okay, perfect. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for being back on the show. Wow. So, okay, so tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hey, so my name is Abby Tagande. Um, I am the CEO of Classy Technology. Um, I'm known as the local business technology stylist. I'm a technology and marketing entrepreneur. Um, I own a digital agency um, based in Detroit, Michigan. Um, Basically, what I do is I simplify technology for entrepreneurs around the U.S. Um, I develop websites, mobile apps, um, and I also do digital marketing as well. Awesome. Awesome. Now, how did you get started in this? I got started, I would probably say when I was young. When I was young, if you ask my mom, she'll tell you I started when I was like five. But basically, I was Mm -hmm. always the kid who played around with, you know, the the TV and the computer and anything. Anytime something broke, I'd be the person that tried to fix it. So, like, my interest in technology started when I was pretty young. And so as time went on, I always thought of myself as, you know, that go-to tech person. So, again, my family, anytime there's a technical issue, they would call me or friends, they would hit me up and say, hey, Abby, can you help me fix this or that? So that kind of just became my go-to. And so um, when it was time for me to go to college, I really wanted to study something in technology. So Mm -hmm. I actually um, saw Eastern Michigan University had a program for um, business and technology. So it was an information cybersecurity degree with a focus in management. So I thought that was absolutely perfect for me. So um, when I went to college, that's what I studied. And while I was in college, I actually got my first tech job um, at the beginning of college. So that was kind of where I got my start. And ever since then, I've just been, like, you know, inseparable from technology. It's like a part of me now. I hear that. I hear that. So, Okay. So you have your website, classy-technology.com, and I'm here, I'm looking at it. It looks wonderful. So tell us about your business and your consultation and and what it involves when people first kind of come on and, and, you know, become a part of this. Yeah, great question. So typically um, when someone reaches out to me, it's because um, they've started a business, and usually I work with offline entrepreneurs. Um, meaning that mm-hmm. I work with like brick and mortar, um, you know, local businesses, 
or I work with, you know, like hairstylists or people that require foot traffic to come into their business. So um, Mm -hmm. by the time that they reach out to me, it's because either A, they need a website design or they need like a system design that they can use to communicate with their, um, with their customers or B, they have a website, they need it redesigned and they want their website to be turned into a lead generating tool. So basically, um, you know, most of these business owners need their website to make money for them. And that's what I help them do. Um, So when they come to me and they reach out and say, hey, Abby, you know, what can you do for me? I really really like to get to know my clients. Um, I really try to get an interest in, you know, why they started their business, are they passionate about it, you know, um, what makes them different. So typically when they set up that consultation call with me, that's what we talk about. We talk about, you know, the getting to know part, you know, what makes you different, why did you start, um, and what they want to achieve with my services. Then I go ahead and make recommendations mm-hmm. with them, um, and then I actually will help them come up with creative ways of, of launching it. So, for example, if a client comes to me and they say, hey, you know, I need this new website, and I always, you know, find out what they like, what they don't like, and I research what their customer would like. So I set it up that way for them. Um, and then I set up marketing campaigns as well so I could, you know, drive traffic to their site so they can make money and get leads. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at your website, and I love this, but you know what I love? I love the most, the online training courses. Tell me about those. Yeah, so um, with my online training courses, which actually is launching April 1st, um, so my online training courses are meant for business owners who don't necessarily want to um, hire my services. Like, for example, like let's say that they don't actually want me to design their website, but they want to be able to do it themselves. So each of my Mm -hmm. courses is going to focus on a service that I offer, and it's going to break it down to the actual business owner. So, for example, like a website. Um, Some uh, local businesses might not have the budget, since they're bootstrapping, they might not have the budget to actually um, hire me to do their website, but I want to help them anyway. So my Mm -hmm. do-it-yourself website course is going to actually be full of videos and guides that are going to walk you step-by-step to how to create your own business website and how to research it, how to mm-hmm. develop it, and it simplifies the process for you. So if you want to do it yourself and take the time, you're more than welcome to. Um, I also have courses on how to do social media marketing by yourself, mm-hmm. um, as well as courses, on, especially based on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So I have different courses for that, for Facebook ads. I also have courses mm-hmm. on SEO for search engine optimization, how to be found by Google as well. So there's some fun courses mm-hmm. that are going to be there, um, especially for you know business owners who have time and they want to save money and they want to be able to actually have a really good understanding of how everything tech and business works. Right. Most people don't do that, though. Most people, you know, they want the business themselves. They wanna, they wanna rake in those those dollars. They wanna, but they don't, they don't offer you know, the client to actually do it themselves. Why did you do that? I did it because when I started my business, I was bootstrapped for cash. You know, when I started my business, I didn't have a lot of money. And at the time, you know, there might have been certain things I needed to invest in, but I had to pick and choose. So, for example, I needed, you know, a toolkit for, like, fixing computers back then, you know, and it was pretty expensive. But, I needed to decide between that and a business license or business insurance. And so 
I had to make a choice. And so instead of buying the toolkit, I ended up getting business insurance and a business license. So I had to actually learn myself and, you know, kind of, you know, Google around and look up, you know, how to create my own website back then and how to do things myself that I could have hired someone to do but couldn't afford. Um, So Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, not only help the business owner in terms of them learning how to do it, but I wanted to offer a a solution to, you know, a, a budget issue that a lot of local business owners have. So my courses will be affordable. Um, most of them will be less than $200, and it's going to be really geared towards, um, you know, doing it yourself and having it broken down to the point where, you know, if they have an assistant, their assistant could do it. So I want to make it very simplified, and I definitely want to be able to reach as many people as I can because technology plays a huge role in business, a huge role in business, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to driving traffic to your website or, just reaching the masses with your brand. So um, these online courses were definitely made with love and made with, you know, the understanding of, hey, you know, I, at the end of the day, if I can reach people and help them with technology, I'll do it. So that, that's exactly why I made those online courses. Wow. And you know what? I'm sure it's well appreciated. You know, people do need that, that uh, hand up, you know, when you start a business, and and sometimes not even when you start a business, sometimes the business just doesn't take off as fast as you think it should, and it's just kind of lingering for a little bit, and you still need the help after a year or two. So, I mean, wow, congratulations to you on that, and thank you so much for doing it. Where can people people reach you? Um, People can reach me. Um, They can go to my website, www.classy-technology.com. Um, or they can um, reach out to me via Instagram or Facebook um, at Classy Technology. That's the page. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's how they can reach me. Awesome, awesome. And I, I want to ask you one question. If you had something to say to someone, if, if it was, uh, you know, something technical, what would be the one thing that you say that the person should never skip on? You should never skip on this. I would probably say um, never skimp out on the technology systems that are going to get you paid. So what I mean is, so for example, if you have either an online store or if you have a brick-and-mortar store with, like, um, you know, a card reader system, make sure that you invest in that because those are the systems that are going to help you with your livelihood. <laughs> so make sure that when you get yeah. a system in, um, installed or you are in the system, make sure you do more research to make sure that, you know, it's solid, it's dependable, and, you know, it's a system that will last you for years to come. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Abi, for being you. on the show. And, uh, and I appreciate everything you do. And, uh, again, you guys, if you need someone like Abi, you can reach her at classy-technology.com. That is classy-technology.com. Again, thank you, Abi, for being on the show. I can't wait to get updates on anything that's going on with you in the future. So please in touch. Okay. Hello, are you there? Well, I guess she left. Um, Abi, uh is wonderful. 
And, uh, again, you can reach her at ClassyTechnology.com. Listen, I wanted to go ahead and say that, you know, being a, a being on being a business, being online, being accessible um, is important, very much so important. And I wouldn't, and I, I definitely uh, agree with Abi when, you know, you have, you don't skip on the part where you get paid. <laughs> you don't skip on that, but always, always strive to uh, make it better, little by little. Maybe it doesn't work out in the beginning. Maybe you can't do that whole big thing, you know, that $10,000 upgrade. Maybe that, just, maybe that just doesn't come in the beginning. Maybe it comes at $500 a piece, or, or maybe you have to do it at $100, a little bit here and a little bit there. But definitely, definitely do the most important, and that is getting paid. Because without getting paid, then you can't, you can't increase in your, in your volume. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't upgrade. You, you can't really operate. So as much as you love what you do, please, please, please treat it like a business as well. Get paid. Make sure people pay you, and make sure that you have an easy system to get paid. Um, the easier it is, the simpler it is, the faster you can get paid. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I want to thank her for being on the show again. And, um, wow, just a wonderful, wonderful person. Again, you can reach her at classy-technology.com. We're going to go ahead and go and take a small break. I have some music for you guys. And, I, you know, I have to put my music up because these people that come on this show are just wonderful. They they. They spend so much time doing their music in the studio, um, making sure that, I mean, you know, that they give you the best. And I want to make sure that I definitely, definitely support. So here it is, Motivated. I don't see no red light, or no stop sign, it's go time, sprint right to the finish, that what goes on in my mind, it's my turn to win it, I go so hard when I grind, ain't no gold on the surface, so I gotta dig the fire, and I'm so motivated,
just a kid, I've been knowing that my destiny is greatness. I'm through it on the wait list, no longer got the patience. and my chance to really take it and make it. Everybody know that I'm real. If you really feel how I feel.
So we need to think about these things. What about a website? The website, the name needs to be catchy. It needs to be something that people are going to be able to get in contact with you. That that name needs to be, uh, you know, when when it comes down to the website that we have for my band or even my website, it's very simple, very easy to remember. You remember my name? Just put yayadiamond.com. For Dream Chasers Radio, which the, the website is in the works right now because I'm transferring over Dream Chasers to its own official site, which is taking me a little bit longer because I'm doing it myself. I want to make sure it's right. Is DreamChasersRadio.com. When you're wanting to go ahead and and listen to funk music, you want to listen to you better know you want to get the CD or whatever. Um, that's funk 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 dot com. See, so these are different things that you need to think about when you're thinking about your business. How easy is it for people to locate you online? Will you be able to get your your um your thing your 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 website on the top of Google? That's SEO. I mean, we really do need to think about these things way in advance, way in advance. Business is business. It's all about technology on this issue. It's all about being in business. It's taking the love that you have for your craft and moving it up a notch and becoming the business person, not just the person who loves their craft, not just the person who people see doing what you do, but also the back end of it all. Hey. You know, we got to live off of this. This is something that we're that we're looking forward to doing, but we have to live off of this. This is our livelihood. And if this is going to be your livelihood, it definitely needs to be ready to be discovered. And that's the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing. I think being an artist, being being a singer, being a, a podcaster, being all this stuff is great. But people need to be able to see you as a business as well. You know, we all falter in this, though. I mean, you know, come on, really. If you're running your business by yourself, if you're doing everything, if you're the go-to person for every aspect of the business, something is going to have to give. Things are going to be a little bit slow to start. Should you put yourself down because of it? Of course not. Of course not. This is a learning process. As soon as you make more money, you will be able to hire more people. And if you don't, just keep doing it yourself. This is supposed to be your baby, your love, your moment. Take advantage of it. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing at all. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm excited about everything that and everyone that comes this way. Everyone that comes to Dream Chasers Radio is welcome. And, um, I mean, I keep this as a family-oriented, a goal-oriented show. And so, I mean, you know, I have my standards, and there are things that I don't accept, yes. But, I mean, for the most part, Dream Chasers Radio is an encouraging show. And that was the way I wanted it from the beginning. And I'm just excited about all you guys. So if you want to contact us, and if you want, we're going to start a newsletter. Yay! So newsletter starting, we're going to get our website up, get everything done, get all the music that we have 
upload it to our site so you can listen to all the music and listen to all the people that have come our way. But not only that, we're going to have the podcast up on the site as well. We're going to have the radio station coming up right after the newsletter. So the newsletter is going to be first. So if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, please let us know as soon as everything is up and running. We will definitely send you out an email and give you a link to our newsletter which is going to be dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. Again, that email address is dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. I'm going to go ahead into Walt P. Watch me. <laughs> Walt P. Walt P. Walt P. Walt P. We're going to do it like this. Trying to be nobody, just doing my thing Kiss me all in black with my dog take chain I'm by honor, respect, ain't worried about fame That's right, out of tank, ain't nothing the same I'm all about my change, yo oh, I don't need nobody trying to tell me how to do this I've been doing this, go ahead, sit back and watch this movie I'm just gonna get paid and back this money, watch me do Ballet gets traveled, I'm in my own mode, they want me to slow, and I'm just like, no, don't want me to blow, you want me to woe, I'm always on go, so ready to go, so stop acting stupid, this how I do it, I don't need breaks, I need more of that fluid, you know that juice ain't right, you got how you can, Street Fighter references, that's what I grew with, carrying my weapons in cases like toolkits, people this rap like it's crack, I'm like toolkit, what is y'all doing, you are a person, we're proving, so mad at you by some trueness, none of that fullness. But on a cool tip, I kill a track with my words with a full clip. I ain't trying to be nobody, just doing my thing. Kiss me all in black with my dog take chain. I'm by honor, respect, ain't worried about fame. That's right, out of tank, ain't nothing the same. I'm all about my change, though. I don't need nobody trying to tell me how to do this. I've been doing this, so it's the back and watch this move. I'm just gonna get paid and stack this money Watch me do it Just watch me do it Just watch me do it atrocious Even think about this mess when I'm getting my groceries What is this wholeness? Not gonna hold back my language or realness is spoken So just get focused Can't hide what I think Look at this as my notice Heart and devotion Promise that from the start, from the start I've been playing my part Cause it's so good with the use of my art So when you folks at my fault with that night and respond Yeah, I know who I are Don't need opinions to tell me that part That's why you with me, you know I'm a star Forget all that flame, I had went through a change My business is shake up the game Cock and take aim, then kill and take names I ain't tryna be nobody, just doing my thing Kiss me all in black with my dog take chain I'm by honor, respect, ain't worried about fame That's right, out of tank, ain't nothing the same I'm all about my change, though I don't need nobody trying to tell me how to do this I've been doing this, go ahead, sit back and watch this movie I'm just gonna get paid and stack this money Watch me do it, just watch me do it Just watch me do it
life's never perfect. But as realtors, we know living it in the perfect place can make a big difference. Imagine hiding from your screeching children in that spacious walk-in closet. Watching the neighbor's dog poop on the freshly sodded grass you negotiated during closing. Dropping your cell phone in the toilet of the spa-like five-piece bathroom. Again. <laughs> so get the perfect place to house all of life's imperfections. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Blog Talk Radio. Right, we're going to continue with the show today. We have wonderful guests on the show. I want to thank you all for tuning in to 97.5 FM Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City and the Dream Chasers Radio Network. Thank you again so much for being an avid listener. We got 700-plus downloads of yesterday's show, so we are looking to break the record. Hey, 800 of you, download the show. It's free. My gosh, I am excited, excited, excited about this next guest. Former foster child, military sexual trauma survivor, formerly homeless, USAF retired, and most recently the CEO and founder of Breaking the Cycle, Isha on the line. What's up? Hi, yeah, yeah, and it's Aisha, just to clear that up. It's okay. Oh, oh goodness, I didn't put my tongue in my mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Aisha, Aisha, I, I correct yes. that, Aisha. <laughs> yes. So tell us, it's okay. Tell us about yourself. Tell us, tell us more about yourself. Your your journey seems to be so interesting, and you know, it, it's just like wow. You come from one thing to another. How did you get from one place yes. to the other? Oh man, uh, whew, a lot of prayer, a lot of prayer, and just like self reflection. Um, you know, like a lot of us, or I feel like a lot of us go through life and, you know, we we fear things, right? And we're like, oh, well, you know, if that ever happened to me, you know, well, the worst that I thought could happen to me happened to me, and it continues to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I really started to evaluate, um, you know, why those things were happening. Some of them were out of my control, but some of them were. So I just started, I changed the position of how I viewed my life. Mm. And and growing up as a foster child, what was that like? Um, it was really interesting because um, in the first stages of me being in foster care, I was actually um, with my two siblings. I, I think we got taken the first time around seven or eight, um, and we were housed together. But the and we would have visits with our mom, but. The foster parents were just really, really vicious, and and I know, you know, that's not everybody's story, but you know, unfortunately, that was our story, and um, you know, like we would, we couldn't, you know, like go in the refrigerator, like we didn't even have simple things as ice, you know. When we came back from mm. visits, um, my mom would provide like you know snacks and different things from us. Any money, they would take it, 
You know what I'm saying? What? So we really like, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was it was so crazy. Like it was like we were prisoners in a sense, you know. And that's the unfortunate um, thing about that. And then in the second phase of foster care, um, I actually got taken out of foster care by my biological, my mom's sister, my biological aunt. You know, but that wasn't mm-hmm. great. You know, either um, just because she was really they had grown up in foster care, and I don't know if she just had issues. She was really young. She was 19, and um, she didn't really know how to handle the trauma that I had experienced because she was still going through trauma. So I got taken away from her around 14 for physical abuse. Like, um, it was just really, really bad, physical abuse and neglect. She actually got um, had to go to jail and stuff for, for that. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. And so then sexual yeah. trauma and formerly homeless. Yeah. So um, the sexual trauma, um, I, I was actually molested. Um, and I don't know if, like, if you've ever experienced trauma and you kind of block, block it out. Um, I was yeah. molested uh, uh, first. I know my mom used to leave us at home alone a lot when we were younger. And, um, you know, some of the things I, I, I kind of blocked out so much, I can't remember the particulars. Um, I never, when we went through therapy and foster care, we never had a chance. They never talked about those things. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they, they just kind of saw us as, like, projects and different things like that. So it, it wasn't really, like, rehabilitating. But um, so I, I went through molestation um, at about eight-ish. Um, and then I went through trauma also with uh, while I was in the military, which was really interesting. And if, you know, anybody, any of the listeners get a chance to go to, to my blog um, or WordPress, Breaking the Cycle, I, I share, I just started sharing that particular story. Um, and it's posted on, on Instagram and my other social media outlets. But I was just talking about how because of the trauma, the sexual trauma that I had and the molestation that I had as a child, it left me open to receive that as an adult. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand why, you know, women, you know, they're, they're having sex or they may seem promiscuous or whatever the case may be, they just don't understand mm-hmm. that it stems from things, you know, it could possibly stem from something in the childhood. You know what I'm saying, where you equate, you know, uh, sex with love, and that's just not, you know what I'm saying? The 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 thing, and you 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 equate that with validation, and you start to think that that's what you know you're supposed to do, and you know where you're meant to be, and that's the only thing you have to offer. Um, so as mm-hmm. as I got into the military, um, I shared the story about how my first supervisor, um, you know, I actually had just had a kid, uh, new in the world. I went into the Air Force two weeks out of high school. Um, and so, you know, I, I had no idea about anything from the foster care to the Air Force, you know. So um, my, my, I had gotten pregnant, um, teen pregnancy, and, and what's so interesting about that is that I was reading statistics on children in foster care, and um, they said about uh, a, a large percent, maybe about 50% or so, don't quote me on that, um, of, of women in foster care end up teen moms. Um, you know, and wow. I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, as I'm as I'm growing through life, I'm learning about my life. You know, I'm learning about the statistics, and I had no idea I was statistic. You see what I'm saying? So, mm. I'm going forward mm. as I, um, you know, went into the Air Force. Um, like I said, I got pregnant um, within the first 
year and a half or so. And um, as I was, you know, uh, within the six months, the seven months, I, my supervisor, he was just kind of like playing on me in a sense. And he was always putting me in positions, you know, to where, um, uh, you know, just kind of like cornering me, you know, for, for whatever it is and, and, you know, just put me in compromising positions. And so for me, in my mind at that time, all I knew was that I had just come from foster care. I came from nothing, you know. So mm. I very well could not allow, you know, this. Like I couldn't tell on him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, you know, I didn't know, you know. And so I was like, I can't, you know, lose my career and everything that I work for. Like I'm just getting in, you know. So why is mm. it like, you know, what's up with my life to where it always has to be a big deal right. about everything, you know. Wow. And so I, I couldn't share you know, that, and so I stayed in fear and sense, like, it was days that, you know, he would kind of, like, let me off from work, you know, early, just so it wouldn't appear that, you know, we were, you know what I'm saying, like, leaving at the same time or anything was going on, and what mm. what, what ended the situation was that um, I actually ended up getting uh, pregnant, and, oh. uh, you know, that would have been a big deal. You know, so, of course, that, that, that was crazy. I didn't know what to do at that time. I spoke with another uh, one of my superiors, a female, and I just told her everything that was going on. And so she was like, well, you obviously can't have this baby. You know, she was like, you, you can. I was like, yeah, I know. And so she was like, yeah. I, she was like, well, do you have money? And I was like, no, I don't have money, you know, because, you know, mm. I'm a single mom. And, you know, like, and so – I went and she was like, you have to tell him, you know, and I was scared again. And so I, I ended up telling him, and he ended up getting deployed um, maybe like a, a month or two later, and he was like, well, I don't have any money. And, like, this is my my, my NCO, you know what I'm saying, my, my uh, senior, you know, sergeant or whatever. So it was just a really difficult situation. And so uh, ended up I had the abortion going forward, he came back from his deployment. We're still working in the same section, you know, and so he tried to start it mm -hmm. up again, and I ended up telling, I asked, I requested if I could be moved to a different section, and, you know, he still continued with the advances, but then I, I was just like, hey, I, I got to tell somebody else, and I, I just explained to them. It was another supervisor, and I was just like, hey, listen, I can't deal with this anymore. Um, you know, would you please go and talk to him? You know, I'm not trying right. to get him in trouble, and I don't want to lose my, my career, you know, so, you know, please go and talk to him. And so ever since then, it kind of stopped. And then after that, I got I got deployed to, um, or not deployed, but uh, an assignment to Korea. So, yeah, so that was that story um, hmm. as far as my military section trauma, yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, yeah. and wow. So coming from foster child, sexual yes. trauma, and then to homelessness. Yes. We're going to skip that That's self-explanatory. And then yes. USAF hired. Tell us about going from you knew that just everything was just, oh, my gosh, just discombobulated. But you know that you yes. know that something better yes. is going to happen. You know Absolutely. that you know. Absolutely. When did it all change for you? When did it turn around for you and how? Oh, so to be honest, um, one of the biggest, like, 
gifts and the curse, and I want—I don't want anybody to take this lightly. That's listening. It's, it's my family. You know, like we're born mm-hmm. into a family. We don't really get to select them. You know, and um, a lot of the things that I've done, or you know, or it have experiences been on account of my family—good, bad, indifferent, whatever. And so, uh, it's this one situation um, where um, I shared on my Periscope maybe a, like two and a half years ago, and. I got in my, one of my sisters, I'm, I'm the oldest of five children, and one of my sisters, once I got out of the military, she was in a really bad relationship, toxic, um, you know, like abusive boyfriend, uh, battered woman type of syndrome. Um, she, they were having a situation to where he was fighting her. Um, you know, I didn't really understand what PTSD was, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. how, like, it played a role in the, the steps that I took in my life. And, you know, I didn't know my triggers. I didn't know the environment. I was freshly new out of the military. So long story short, they got into an altercation. She called me, and, and like my, my family always did, they always called me to, to, in a sense, save them, you know what I'm saying, like, for mm-hmm. whatever it was. So I, I came over, um, you know, and he and I and his few of his family members had actually gotten into an um, we got into an altercation, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so ended up I took my sister and her children, uh, my children at the time we left, went back to my place. Um, you know, he ended up coming getting her that night. Um, you know, but but from that point, I knew that I could not deal with them anymore because it was too many negative situations that was happening. You know, and I was kind of taking mm-hmm. care of them just so I can. Uh, what I found myself doing was being an enabler to my siblings. You know, and so instead of getting them out of the environment or whatever the case may be, I kind of went to them and went to where they felt comfortable just so I could build that relationship with them. You know, so mm-hmm. um, which got me into a lot of lot of you know interesting situations. So long story short. During that altercation, I had a weapon, which I always had a knife because I, I had, like, knives, um, you know, like Gerbers from when I was in the military, whatever the case may be. Um, because mm-hmm. I was being, like, it was maybe, like, four or five against one, um, I, I pulled out that knife. So they ended up taking the knife from me while we was fighting, um, ended up taking the knife from me. So uh, spring forward to about a month. And my sister called me again and said, hey, sis, you know, I got all these people. Basically, they were in a situation where she was the only one working, but the boyfriend had his family in there in a two-bedroom apartment. It was about 13 of them, okay? And so she's like, hey, I need to get them out of here. And, you know, I don't know what to do. That or I was like, why don't you just call somebody, you know, call, you know, Child Protective Services or, you know, DSS is what we call it in South Carolina, and, you know, um, mm-hmm. get them out of there. So she's like, I don't know who to call, so I called. And then as a retaliation, they took the, the weapon, and uh, he, the boyfriend went to um, the sheriff's department and filed a, um, you know, I, you know put her, they put her to arrest out for me for attempted murder. Because in the state of South Carolina, you can get a charge for um, anything as small as a nail, a nail file, an attempted murder charge for anything as small as a nail file, right? So long story short, I got a knock on my door from Fusion Task Force, um, you know, or not Fusion Task, but U.S. Marshals, and, uh, you know, they they told me they had a warrant for my arrest. So I went in, um, you know, the my sister found out. My sister had actually wrote a statement against me. Um, it was crazy. Mm. So, you know, um, yeah. Mm. Hello? My gosh. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, here. yeah. I'm okay. in. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so, like, 
to, I'm, I'm going to stop it right there because there's always so much more. But so from that point and through that process, um, mm-hmm. I just realized that something had to change, okay? And I had to start setting boundaries for all people coming into my life, even my family. You know what I'm saying? And I, I had to, you know, kind of like reevaluate my self-worth and, and find my voice again. So for me, mm. healing is what got me to this point of breaking the cycle and, and really breaking down those barriers um, that had, had kept me from being consistent, that kept me from running away from my purpose. I had to break those things down. So, um, mm. yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, you know, you're right. You really can't choose who you're born into, what family you're born into, um, but you just have to deal with the situations as they come. So tell me yep. about breaking the cycle and why did you spell cycle P-S-Y-C-H-L-E-N-L-E, sorry, and then and, and yes. it's okay. to be New York City. What? Yes. Tell me about that. Yes. <laughs> So, oh, man, breaking the cycle is um, I, I realize that there is so much power in your mind. If you can break the, the cycle of your mind, the barriers of your mind, you can change your whole life, okay? And yeah. I've experienced all of these things, but I don't look like it. I don't feel like it, you know, but I've, uh, mm. I've, I, I thank God, and I don't, you know, know what people subscribe to, but I'm so grateful um, you know, to to that super force, that superpower that's just allowed me to take all of these things and to and turn them into purpose. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So um, mm-hmm. breaking the cycle happened. Um, another interesting story is that after the situation happened, um, I, I was I was broke. You know, like you know, I'm still kind of, but you know, but like a financial hardship, <laughs> severe financial hardship. I came up to New York. Uh-huh. Uh, my mother, my biological mother, was here at the time, um, or she still is here, but she was here. And I was like, hey, Ma, listen, me and the boys need to come up there. I need to save some money. I need to get a lawyer, you know, because I just can't continue to, you know, they were just really screwing me around. Um, and if, if you don't have money, and I don't know how many people, you know, know or have experience with the legal system, if you don't have the money, to get out, you know, you got to get a public defender, you know, and you got to plea. Yeah. Most of the time they put us in situations to where you have to plea to get out. You, you see what I'm saying? Whether yeah. you're guilty or not, you know, and so, you know, and I didn't have a record, you know, and it wasn't true. I didn't try to kill the man. He was never, you know, hurt. You know, it was really self-defense, but they didn't care about that. And uh, the lawyers in South Carolina wanted like $5,000 up front, and I'm like, how am I supposed to get that and still pay my bills? So long story short, I tried to do that, and so I came to New York um, in hopes to, you know, just save some money. Well, my mom at the time was actually in, um, uh, she was six years clean, but I didn't know Mm -hmm. that she was in a relationship with a guy that was using and so that still created that negative environment. And so it's so much friction mm-hmm. with that, um, you know, and, and you know, that's a whole other story. Um, but what happened was we ended up getting into, um, oftentimes throughout my life, my mom has done things to me from stealing my car, stealing my money, you know, pulling knives out on me. That's just, you know, was her thing. And that became like a normal way of life with me, like I expected it. I know it sounds crazy, but mm-hmm. it's Chaos is my normal, you know, and I know that sounds insane, but, you know, it is. 
And and so this wow. time in particular, she actually ended up pushing me over the balcony, or I mean, excuse me, attempting to push me over the balcony in front of my children. You know, and I'm like, what? Oh. You know, like we're at we're at this again. You know what I'm saying? I thought we had moved past. You know, so long story short, that sent us into the shelter system here in New York. Um, you know, and that's a that's a story in its own as well. And so from that, going through that as a veteran, you know, they break you down in the shelter system. Um, you know, they dehumanize you. Mm-hmm. They pour through your life as if you're so insignificant, as if you've never done anything worth anything in your whole life. And so, you know, I had mm-hmm. to rebuild myself after that. You know, I, I, I had to. And so I started going out in the city, um, volunteering uh, at food banks, um, you know, active as, you know, being an active parent in the in the school system, just learning mm-hmm. so much about everything just to keep me kind of focused and, you know, just, just keep me elevated while I was being, while I felt like I was being torn down, you know, so that just had wow. me connect with so many people. And I got to learn stories that were so similar to mine. And I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. how? How so many mm-hmm. people going through the same thing? And guess what? They've experienced homelessness. You know, they come from dysfunctional backgrounds. You know, they come from, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, broken homes and, and yes. all of these things. So mm-hmm. I have to figure out a way, you know, to break this cycle. And and the cycle mm. is of the mind. And even though at this moment it's starting with homeless women, you know what I'm saying, it's a, it, the, it's a movement mm-hmm. that's greater than that. It's actually a challenge for everybody to look at their mm-hmm. situation and their life and break the cycle. You know, whether it be financial, you you understand generational curses, communities, the school system, it's so many things that, you know, we need to break the cycle on if we look around. Mm. Uh, Amazing, amazing. So break the cycle is a B as in boy or break, T as in duh, and then cycle, P-S-Y-C-H-L-E, and then New York City, the abbreviation, which is nyc.wordpress.com. We do have that page up. You know, this is this. You are amazing. You're amazing. I mean, oh, going through you. what you've gone through, going through what you've gone through, coming out of it on top is not the norm. You know that, right? Yeah, I'm realizing. <laughs> yeah, coming out on top oh, is not the norm. Usually, the cycle breaks the person. And, yes. you know, and yes. I am so proud of you, so proud of that, that Thank you, you so have much. decided in your mind that breaking the cycle is of the utmost. And then to go back and grab other people who need to break this cycle. So yes. what, exactly what is it that you want to leave our listeners today? Because I want to make sure that I, I want to make sure that they understand that this can be done because, like you said, you found people that were similar to you. There is absolutely nothing that you're going through in the world today that isn't similar to someone else's issue. And guess what? Some of them have broken the yes. cycle too. What is it that you yes. want to leave the listeners today? I want to leave the listeners with um, <sighs> mm. I I really want us to just start with believing in who we truly are. You know, Mm kind of one of the things I did for myself in this space is I stepped away from society's version of who they thought I was supposed to be. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I turned, 
literally turned off the TV. You know, I only tuned into what I needed to get to this space, if that makes any sense. And I still do it. Like, I really don't watch TV. I didn't even know it was a blizzard um, until my son's school call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that's good. You know, it's good and bad. But, you know, because it's mm-hmm. so much negative. And, and I really want people to go out and be accountable in their community. One of the things, because we live in this whole social media, whatever society, is that we look to celebrities, okay, to start, you know, to start a movement. Well, we're capable of starting a movement right where we are, you Mm -hmm. know. So one of my goals is I hope that it's a breaking the cycle all over the world in, in different hubs. You know, um, breaking the cycle D.C., you know, breaking the cycle F.C., breaking the cycle L.A., Mm -hmm. because we need to start doing this because we can't depend on the system, you see what I'm saying, to to fix Mm -hmm. us. I think we we have to start holding ourselves accountable and taking action. So for today, I just really want people to really look around and take action and believe that you deserve more than what the society is telling you that, you know, you should have. We're just a greater mm-hmm. people. So um, I guess that's my end message. Wow. Wow. And you're so right. You're so right. You know, I want to thank you for being on the show, Aisha. I want to thank you for coming yeah. through and and being thank that so role much. model. Hey, you know, it is what I mean, you you got to take it for what it is. You are a very unique person. And oh, man. Being, Thank you. Being unique is really really cool because that means that no matter what people throw at you, yeah. you can handle it and throw right back at them and see what they'll do with it, you know. It's yeah. it's not an easy thing to be unique. Because you're not, you're like, you're abnormal, you're not norm, and that's pretty much where I live every day. Yeah. <laughs> you're not being the norm. Is, but, at the same, <laughs> but you know what? At the same time, I want to let you know that I was never a foster child. I was not homeless, but I was definitely molested. Yeah. And I grew up in an abuse, and, and you know, I grew up around abuse. So, you know, yeah. we all have something similar that we have to overcome. But what you're doing is you're breaking the cycle, not only in the mind, but in in the physical. And your kids, they have such a wonderful mom. And I want to say that you are inspiration. Keep doing it. Don't stop. Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm trying not to cry. No. No, I mean because you know what, you you actually have come out. You deserve it. You deserve better, and you have come a long way. And not only that, now you're going back and you're grabbing others and telling them their self worth is amazing. You have so much to give. Yes. No, yes. and so do you, and so do you, and keep giving and keep and keep doing it because guess what? It's working. It's working. It's working. Thank you so much. Uh, 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 uh. Little mama saw sexy, it was just like a dream She showed up at my front door, baby are you ready? She told me what she wants, this is what she's looking for She wants love, love, love 
my last guest is still lingering in my mind as she's gone through so much and and come out on top. I mean, wow, wow. Well, we still have a little bit more of a show to go today for you. We're going to go ahead and play a little bit more uh, music from all of our guests that have come in. That was James Anthony with So Sexy. Here is Hurricane by Irma This group goes out to all the rough and rugged and up from under out there. Now, it is time to play. Morning, morning. We do have morning to watch and morning for the family. 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 Morning for the yeah. It's the wavy with your crazy talk, sweet with the fish yeah. You a guppy anyway, swimming with a shark Dumb rookie, pitched to a narc You was sick from the start Like Paul, a boy with dark Shed a kiss to your heart 
your lifestyle. Lyrically, I rip you apart. Uh. Got the wins of my court. When it comes to bars, I got the home advantage. Lyrical trauma king, bring the dome damage, and I won't can it. Nah. Especially since I've been legend show hammers. I handle mine once a grown man. And I ain't talking about jacking off with your hands. More like jacking these rappers for their advances. Give me mine. In battle mode, I give anybody this work like Lux Calico to show I'm not your average Joe. Mount Vietnam vet, whose name alone should be a bomb threat. These rappers all up with my turf, so on the wrong set. You make it rain, but was rain to a hurricane. I stop traffic, bring turbulence to airplanes. I make it hard for you to eat, feel my hunger pain. The way I'm the game won't be done to sell. Run for cover, cause the hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. Run for shelter, cause the hurricane's coming. These rappers ain't safe for 100 miles to run on the state. I get at anybody not giving me mine. Machiavelli's state of mind. Bomb behind enemy lines. You want fame? One in the brain to give you that Kennedy shine. My bars run you penitentiary time. Call me a CEO. No Rick Ross in it. Unfortunately, it's the end of your grind. Another MC like me, you'll never find. Hurricane Earl, you the stains in the world with rhymes out that Rockin' out like Alcatraz, your voice bout to fast Use trash in every sense of the word Once you turn up, when you're as old as Larry really? Bird Swervin' out of your lane, slow down for you crash, dummy Dude, reason, baby, for the cash money Y'all can miss me with them fashion statements Spit bars, the show these unions a much harder way like the Nick Guard I'm in flip mode, on the rampage How I flip star, it don't cost much to ride I'm like a zip car. I accept being the most hated lyricist. To deep down, lyrically, know they can't deal with this. In time, when swag makes it the richer rappers have to make the engine list. Evacuate the premises. Run for shelter, because the hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. Run for shelter, because the hurricane's coming. You rappers ain't safe for 100 miles. They running no more. You make it rain, but what's rain to a hurricane? I stop traffic, bring turbulence to airplanes. What it is? I make it hard for you to eat, feel my hunger pain The way I'm the game won't be done the same Run for cover cause the hurricane's coming The hurricane's coming, the hurricane's coming Run for shelter cause the hurricane's coming You rappers ain't safe for 100 miles of running Run Man, I tell you, we have the best guests on this show. Wow. 
Wow, what a testimony. Wow. So, okay, so it's all about technology, though. Think about it. Think about it. This last story, she brought it out as being online for her cause. But she has a website. She has a means to get to get people in touch with her. Um, she has a very catchy thing, breaking the cycle with the P.S. I mean, that is wonderful. Very, very unique. That's what we need. We need to be unique in our thought pattern. We need to be unique when we come up with different things. When we come up with our with our, our ideas, when we have different things, you know, it, it's just, it behooves us, <laughs> it behooves us to be unique. We're going to go into a uh, manner we can't breathe. Yeah. 
Everything you bring to the table is 
trap. Yo, I'm about to teach you how to trap. Trap. I wanna hear you say the trap. Trap. Pure hustle. I'ma show you how to trap. Trap. I can make a million cause my rap's hot. If that stop, I make a million out the spot. Be for real, I'm still that f***er from the back block. Without a deal, still look like I hit the jackpot. Hopped out that red thing with them B's on it. Hades fools on my feet with them G's on it. And it look like I got a trick up my sleeve, don't it? And this is street heater if I breathe on it. Got a plan to make a meal and I just put my G's on it. Old school with the rag top and throw some D's on it. I just want to be a rich boy. I'm on some shit, boy. And if I don't spit up out this, that's what them shifts for. Homie, you should get up on my that's what you're for. If we ever get into some that's what them glicks for. If this microphone don't work, that's what the wrist for. We be standing back over the stove trying to whip more. I can make a million off the rap game. Or I can make a million off the trap game. Only get what you put out. Isn't that strange? Pure hustle, boy, it's all about your trap game. I can make a million off the rap game. Oh, I can make a million off the trap game. Uh, only get what you put out. Isn't that strange? Pure hustle, boy, it's all about your trap game. I want to let you know the trap that. That's pure. I'm about to teach you how to trap that. I want to hear you say the trap that. Pure hustle, I'm going to show you how to trap that. tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It has been wonderful. You know, being live on the radio sometimes can be a challenge, and that's okay. And, and you know, I, I love what I do, guys. I love this. So the technical part of being a podcaster, wow. I mean, I, I research daily. I mean, I'm sitting here researching every day. Yes, I do. I do have other things I do, but for the most part, I'm always researching, always trying to increase the number of people that are on this, on the show, increase the number of listeners, give you uh, better content, uh, give you, you know, some show ideas. Like, it's all about technology today. Today is a technology show. So it's all about uh, advancing your dreams, advancing your business, advancing your goals, advancing your website, making sure that things are better, making sure that, you know, when you do uh, come across different challenges that you know how to face them as a podcaster, you know, here I am. I do have other guests on the show, and, and that's why I don't put up who's going to be on the show because sometimes there's a complication. Sometimes there's, a, there's uh, an issue that comes up that they're not able to call in, and you have to be ready for that. You have to be. You have to prepare for those moments that are unexpected, and that's okay. That's good. That's a good thing. And so tonight we're going to go ahead and call it an evening. You know, I, I, um, I, I'm just, 
I have so many wonderful guests, and I want to thank you all for listening. But most of all, I want to thank you for being different and just continue to dare to be different, guys. Until next time, uh, all right, you guys, just go ahead and tune into my channel. Please join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio, and also sign up for our upcoming newsletter at dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. If you have any music you want to send, please make sure it's clean music because the moment that I hear a curse word, I am turning you down, as you heard, and it won't be played again. So please make sure that you have clean music to send in and send that to dreamchasersradio at gmail.com with your bio and any kind of links you may have. And also a, a disclaimer letting us know that we can go ahead and play your music on our station and send it out to our, our send, uh, send it out to our sister stations as well. Thank you so much again and don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. Good night, everybody. 